My name is Angelique Rocher, and this is Marvel's Voices. All right, so one of the the cool things about Comic-Con, as I mentioned in the last episode that we did with Jen Bartell, is that I get to chat with some of the coolest people around the Marvel Universe, including some of my favorite artists. And when I tell you Ray Anthony Height is probably one of the nicest, sweetest, most talented people I've ever met. And he's such a huge fan of Marvel's voices. And I am such a huge fan of his work that he has done on Wakanda Forever and Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur and the work he's done on Spider-Man. It, I was just thrilled to sit down and talk to him. And not just because he's a talented artist, but because he is a true comic book fan. Like the fact that Ray Anthony has been working on his own comic book ideas with his friends and his colleagues since he was in high school and has worked so long to develop out not just his work with Marvel, but also his work for his creator-owned content. I knew it was going to be such a fun conversation. And so somehow... Very early in the morning on the second day of Comic-Con, I believe, third day of Comic-Con. I don't know. I didn't have coffee. And to sit down with me to not only talk about uh, his incredible work, the work he's done on all these different comic books, the work he's done with The Freshman, uh, which is currently this really cool branded campaign that's happening right now with Marvel, but also why he loves comics and animation and illustration so much and what got him started as an artist. Oh, wait, stop, stop. Yes, I'm a comic book artist and I'm new to caffeine. Four to 14 hours per page. How, how are you not, I don't understand. (laughs) How do you not drink caffeine? How are you new to caffeine? What are you in your thirties? I'm confused. Oh, Angela. Thank you. I'm I'm gonna be 45 next month. So, um, so you so you grew up in like okay, so that makes sense now. So you grew up in this the silver age of really dope animation on TV. Yes, where they were just trying to sell you toys. Yes. Um, <laughs> but no, for real. Like, so you had this like there is this drive, this passion, this love that you have for animation and storytelling yes. through illustration. And I think it's so cool, right? Because I, I meet a number of artists who wanted to start in animation or they wanted to start uh, in illustration and then they hit comic books. But you really knew from a very young age that you wanted to do comic books. Oh, yeah, for sure. So what was it? What was the first comic book? What was the thing that, that kicked um, it off for you? So it's just crazy. So I, I'm not very good with like comic numbers. I just know the the story and the characters from beginning. And it's kind of like, for me, comics and animation go hand in hand. So it's like, you know, oh, episode, blah, 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 of this. I never do that. Like, remember when this happened? Everybody knows that. Like, when you say an event that happened, everybody can relate to that. So I focus on characters and event. That's really how I do everything from the beginning. But I knew I was drawing from coloring books, and it was Mighty Mouse. And I was like, you know, there's a story here. Uh oh. Yes. I, I mean, so that just that shows was my nickname as a kid, actually. My nickname as a kid was Mickey, as in Mickey Mouse. Oh look, we're yeah. the Mouse Mouseketeers. We are done. It's super cute. Um, <laughs> it is. I, and for many years, let me tell you, Angelique, I just did not. I hated that nickname. So I I made my family at school because we went to all school together call me Ray. 
Okay. And it was like telling them to drink battery acid. So <laughs> that was <laughs> because I wanted to separate the two, right? Yeah. Like George Costanza, the two worlds should not meet. So, um, yeah, I, I definitely had a whole separate life. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, anyway, getting back to that. So I, there was a story in, in the coloring books that I loved. And I was like, wow, you know, this is really cool. And that was, was the end of it. Um, but then my cousin introduced me to uh, a John Buscema Conan. And it was like, I got Conan, I got uh, Power Man and Iron Fist. Yep. And I was, I was there. Even though I know this might get me kicked out, but um, I never really took to Power Man. I liked Iron Fist better because I love martial arts. You know, but that but that's the whole concept of why Kung Fu came, comics came about because right. it, was, it was a culture at the time, White particularly, Tiger, I, the particularly in the seventies, particularly early eighties. When you think about concepts of like the Last Dragon yeah. and all oh. these other interpretations of Kung Fu culture, you are in my my church um, right now. It's it will and it, and it's so cool because now. As like a kid who's got coloring books, as you know, a kid who whose whose cousin gave him comic books. Now you're like the dad who's drawing yeah. the comics that you love. Like you you had the chance to draw Power Man. Like you've drawn some of the most iconic, well known comic book characters in the Marvel universe, which is really really cool. Well, it's still shocking. Like I'm still a fan, and I. I get told by some of my, you know, pro friends, like, you know, you're a professional now. Like, you you just got to be pro- – I am professional, but I'm still a fan. You know, I love everything I do. Um, and any new job, you know, ask Chris Robinson, my play cousin. Oh, Chris. Um, oh, Chris. <laughs> uh, you know, I love everything I do. There's never been a character that I'm like, eh, you know. Like, no, 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 no. This is the playground. This is like Disneyland for me. Uh, so, yeah, I, I just love it. So one of the things I really love about your work that I think, one, your line work is incredible. Like the detail in your line work, even in the, the it's very it's a very unique style to what you do. Like even in the details of how the clothes are moving or how they bunch or how, you know, they shift when someone's in street clothes versus when they're in their uniform. Right. But the facial expression. <laughs> yeah. How do you do your referencing when you're doing that? Because... There's a lot mirrors. of facial expressions. Mirrors. I, I well, I'll just give you my whole ideology about it. It's acting. And I mean, for like two, three years, I wanted to be an actor. I was actually in Clueless. And I'm sorry, take a step back. <laughs> Time out. Who so, were you in Clueless? I, I, I never. You well, surprised I, me, oh, which was very confusing because well, it never this happened. This is the reason why I'm telling you. So, because I was in drama. You know, I was uh, in our uh, production of The Wiz. Like it was, that was that's where I was going. My mom really wanted me to be an actor. And when you talked about earlier, like, oh, you knew you wanted to do comics. I knew I wanted to do comics because I was still getting calls when I decided I was just going to do comics. Wow. And I was like, because eh, it was like Air Force acting comics. Ah, uh, yeah. there's there's a joke about Air Force and acting that I'm going to keep to myself until later. Oh, I got to hear um, this. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's pretty incredible. Yeah. So you were in Clueless. Yeah, I, I didn't get, I had a speaking part. I was part of, um, at first, okay, so they switched me. I was part of Elton's crew at first. Cool. Then they changed wardrobe and then, you know, Donald, I was on that side. So um, yeah, I was in the party scene. I was like, I was a skater for like a day. Um, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm in a, like three or four different scenes in the movie. You just gotta find me. 
Um, but yeah, the one uh, like line I had, it got cut. I mean, things get cut. But, things get cut. It yeah. happens. So, but it was it was fun. That's really amazing. Wow. So facial expressions. Okay. Referencing so spa- acting. So I I love animation. Yeah. Love it. Oh. I I can tell, <laughs> yeah. which is dope because you get to do it now. Like you've actually done exactly Guardians of the Galaxy. And... There's so much talking heads in comics now, though, right? Like mm. you know that there is. So um, you got to make it fun, and yeah. you want to see instead of that static picture, that you know, uh, facial pose number twenty-seven on the artist list. Like you don't want that. You want to be mid-word. Like you know, I make sure I know what the dialogue is for that, and then where it's punctuated the mouth motion that that makes, I try to draw that. Mm. <laughs> so you're in the moment, like you're there. Um, it doesn't always happen. Some some characters are just stoic, you know. Um, but the eyes I haven't and the seen a lot of that. facial expressions on Professor X before. No, it's pretty but much, I haven't drawn them yet. It's pretty much the, <laughs> yeah, good luck. If, I, w- I would like to see <laughs> how, how you would make uh, an excitable Professor Xavier. I, I got some ideas about Charles, you know. <laughs> He's had a tough life. <laughs> He's had a tough life, you know. I mean, from the beginning. Kidnapped, disappeared, killed. <laughs> what, more than once. Mm. Well, I mean, that's part of the X-Men. Like, it comes with the job. When you sign up for it, you know, they tell you. That's the fine print at the bottom of X-Men? Exactly. You got a two-death quota. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's, that's what it is. No. Not guaranteed to come back. <laughs> It's true. You know oh, it's true. It's funny because it's true. Yep. Oh man. Um wow. So what is the moment where you just decide, you know what? I'm just going to start publishing my own comic books. Why not? Why cuz that there is there is Why a not? there is a type <laughs> of exuberance or motivation or hubris that you got to have to be like, you know what? Yeah. I don't need to go chase after anybody. I'm just going to publish my own comic books. Why not? I mean, honestly, you're reading comics, right? How many of us readers, actual professionals, we have our own stories, we have our own characters, right? We're going to do wait. We're going to wait until, you know, Marvel or, you know, the competitor. But um, you're <laughs> like, well, I have this cool character, and I think this would be great. And they could meet, you know, uh, T'Challa and blah, blah, blah. That's not going to happen, especially when you're 19. So you're like, okay, well, I got these stories. I want to do them. I can draw. I, I think I can write. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I can put words on paper. Right, I can put words on paper. I think I can put them sequentially. <laughs> We're going to yeah. try this. I can form a sentence. Like I passed, you know, uh, uh, 12th grade English. You know, I had AP. So, <laughs> so, you know, like... But yeah, so I just did it and I had a group of friends who were all, you know, complex where like we were the black sheep of the hood, you know, like we were geeks and, and stuff yeah, like ge- that. Being yeah. a blurred wasn't, we didn't even have a term for it back then. Right, exactly. It's called we were, ostracize and take it. We were like, <laughs> so, oh, you're in drama? You're that yes. one kid? Yes. I am, I am also president of drama club. Boom. So we're nineteen, yeah. we're twenty. You're you're studying different types of mediums. You're, oh yeah, like the just even the idea of you doing pastels. Like I can look oh, at your yeah. work and kind of see the texture and the technique in it. I wish I could remember everything, but I mean, yeah. you know, life happens. It does. Brain cells does. get taken up. Uh, so, what was the journey for you from 
doing this creator-owned stuff to putting like because there are artists out there particularly artists that look like us yes who are like okay dude that's cool and everything. And I want to talk uh, about that. It's so nice that you did like deviant art and all this cool stuff. Because <laughs> oh, yes. deviant art was the jam. It was. And uh, now it's a wasteland. But So nice that you did these things on these message boards. But how do you take that, particularly coming from Compton, because you're not, you're not in New York. It's not like oh, you can no. walk into the Marvel offices. No. You know, and that and makes me sad. I love where I grew up. I love my own town. I love my people. But... Yeah. All my friends and everything I wanted to do was in New York. So how do you make that happen? Like, what was the journey? Oh, to get to... um, Put that portfolio together. What happens after that? Oh, my God. Being here. My first Comic-Con was... I was 16. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. So I know what it's like. Like, I know what that... Everybody who wants to be something, you know, they're waiting in that line, and lines were much shorter back then. Um, I mean, I'm just talking about for portfolio review. It's just insane, and you're just excited, and you don't know about the time because all you're thinking about is what you're going to say to the editors and stuff like that. And you, yeah, it's it's crazy. It's just insane. This is a very different concept. Like you put together a portfolio, you put together what you thought was your best work, and then you brought it, and you the editor is looking at you in your face. <laughs> as you were... try not to realize that though, because once that happens, then you're just like freaking out, you're freaking out. Because being in the line is one thing. So it's like the anticipation of death is worse than death itself. <laughs> it kind of is. It's like the harsh critiques. You, it's part of it. You can't be married to your work um, if you want to get better. What you need to do is be critical, more critical than any editor or anything. And then the best advice I ever got was put your stuff against the stands next to the books you love. If it can stand, you're doing well. It doesn't mean you're finished. You're doing okay. If it can't, go back to the drawing board. And I would do it all the time. So what happens when Ray gets, you get Spider-Man, right? Because that's not not like, oh, I got a cover on, you know, this brand new character that was created six months ago. Like, you got Spider-Man. Well, you know, I want Spider-Man. But I, there was a saying I would tell my friends. I said, I'll work for Marvel, Marvel even if I drew Howard the Duck, and that's all I ever drew. I love Howard the Duck. Why would you say that? Because I secretly loved Howard, but I couldn't tell my friends. It was the Howard. first Marvel movie I ever saw was Howard the Duck. Oh, my wife loves first, Howard the Duck. It was the first one I remembered. <laughs> like, <laughs> that, I literally said that. In my first meeting, they are like, so what do you know about Marvel? I was like, well, I've loved Marvel since I saw Howard the Duck. It's oh, insane. There was a lot of looks, though. Well, it's not the it's not it's not yeah Tower of the Duck. Well, I mean Tower of the Duck, but it was for me. It was my first Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah, it definitely was. And not I my care. first Marvel TV show, but definitely my first Marvel. Movie. Oh God, I, let's not talk about TV shows. I remember all of those old like '70s shows, even that Doctor Strange one. Oh my God! When I mentioned that, especially to you know a certain crowd, they're like, "You like that?" I said, "I liked anything that was given to me. It had Marvel stamp on it." I mean, it could have been Marvel toilet paper. I will use it with glee. Um, um, I'm sure that so, does exist somewhere. I know it does, probably in Japan. Uh, uh, so Spider-Man. So I get Spider-Man, and I had been friends with Kevin Grievous for a little while. And he you know, was trying to get me to do stuff, and we did some other things that didn't work out. Uh, but he believed in the work. God love him, because uh, I, you know, looking back on it now, every artist says this, but it's true. I wasn't ready. I just wasn't ready. Um, but then, you know, he talked to Nate Cosby and that was the editor then. And he's like, you know, I want Ray to do this book. And I was like, okay, cool. You know, I, uh, I kind of briefly talked to CB and CB was always super cool. 
um, you kind of helped in that whole thing too. And I was like, okay. So I get this call and it's Nate Cosby. And he's like, yeah, we're going to do this Spider-Man book and we want you to do it. I was like, whoa, like, wow. I'm sorry. Did you call the right number? Yeah. Yeah. Like, let me hang up. And if you call back, then it's for real. Are you sure you're calling for me? Did you did you say Spider Man? <laughs> right. That would have been me. I hope that wasn't you, because clearly you'd you'd been you'd been drawing like you'd well, yeah, been doing this for a long time. It's kind of it like was, you're acting right, but you're waiting tables, and then somebody says, "Hey, we want you to be Batman." So I'm like, hmm. But I was just in that Colgate commercial, and like, now I'm Batman. Wait, what? What? <laughs> right. What? Oh, you got okay. the wrong guy. Great. Um, I'm gonna do my best. So That's you it. so you get the comic book, and I, and I think this is the fascinating thing um, that I don't think a lot of people really think about is that the pace in which you do your first comic book, oh yeah, is very different from, and especially if you're drawing a legacy character, right? Yes, because there yes. are a lot of there are, there are a lot of different things that go into a legacy character, right? A, you in bringing your own style and bringing your own grace, but also looking at a script for the first time. Yes. So, what does what like for those out there who who don't necessarily understand the process of how a comic book comes together? There's a script. There are script directions. And there's fear. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, fear! <laughs> yeah, yeah. healthy dose fear. of fear. Uh, and sits then, at the table next to you. And me. then you sit down and you look at the script. And what next? More fear. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, I think what happened the first time I had already worked with Kevin, so I seen his script. Uh, and it's, you're right, because I've seen uh, uh, Kevin Grievous' script before, but nothing with the name Spider-Man on it. That was a whole other thing. And, and I a whole lot more it. people with their hands on it. Yes. Oh, my God, yeah. I just didn't know. I didn't know what to do. Um, so I started layout. I didn't even know the process. Like, I didn't do layouts well. I just went straight to the page. That's when I had courage. And I, yeah, I, now I'm just so. You have a very meticulous process now. That's why, that's actually why I wanted to ask this question because there is a very meticulous process and, and I'd love for you to kind of lay it out for folks. I've read about it. How has it evolved and what does this process look like? Especially for those out there who are like, I want to do what he does. Oh, okay. So um, I'll give you a quick version and then I'll tell you what happened to me at a con when my friends actually saw my pages. And they were like, you're insane because this is the same page and you redrew everything twice. No one sees it. I have several versions of it in blue. But anyway, I used to go straight to the page. I'd do like a tiny thumbnail or something light in the corner and then just go straight to it. Um, That's when I didn't know any better. You know, that's just youth and exuberance. Um, But now what I do is... I, I take the whole script, each page, I break down uh, the most important points that I feel are on the page. And that's my, um, I panel everything gearing towards that, like making that the, the payoff. Um, and I try to do the whole book, sometimes it's five pages at a time, but I try to thumbnail it out. My next uh, step is to do like three, like two by three inch thumbnails with the whole thing yet again, but uh, a little tighter, cleaner. Uh, I scan those in, I clean them up, uh, I print those out, and then I do the actual layout. And that's at uh, eight and a half by 11. So by at, so sometimes they're so good, I leave them there the page, right? Because I get too involved in some things. Other times, I light box it, 
and I clean it up <laughs> again. God, I, yeah, I'm talking it out right now. I feel like a crazy person, like OCD. But um, so a f friends of mine saw that and they're like, why didn't you just use that page? Well, because I didn't like the expression on here, but I didn't want to erase because that'll mess up the remaining parts of the page. So I just redrew the whole thing. And then when you redraw, you add new elements or you take them away. You're trying to figure out what's essential and what's not. Uh, so sometimes I'll have different pages of the same thing in different ways over and over again. And that's what happens. And I don't work large anymore. Most of my pages are now on 8.5 by 11 or just digital. So that's, that's how I do it. Um, I'm sorry. I'm sitting here like utterly fascinated because I know that in your head you could probably see almost every page you've ever drawn because yeah. you've done it so many times it's committed to memory oh yeah that's insane yeah i, I mean I, insane in a good way i could redraw panels like um if i really wanted to i could just recall it but that's how my memory works that's how i, I actually read i don't know if that's how everyone else is reading but i'll memorize what something looks like versus deciphering mm. so it's it's an image whether rather than um you know oh uh one plus one is two. It's like, when I see these two numbers together, this is what that equals. Wow. That's pretty incredible. So, yeah, that's, but that, I think it's nuts. Because I'm like, do I actually know this? Or, you know, am I just memorizing images? Mm. And that's, that's really it. That's kind of how my brain works. It's, it's crazy. Has there been something for you that you've drawn that's been particularly challenging? Mm. Just thinking about that level of detail, right? Just yeah. Like, I can't imagine what a, a cityscape would take, oh. right? But is, but is there, like, one project that you've worked on or one book you've worked on that you feel like was, I won't even say particularly challenging, particularly rewarding when it was completed? That's, look at you. Reverse it. Um <laughs> So, I'm just missy yelling it all of it. Yes. It. So let me see. Um, <laughs> wow. There, okay, so there's things that are difficult either uh, mentally mm -hmm. or skill set wise. So um, the Wakanda Forever, uh, you know, expensive. Because that was the one where they were in the shop, right? Like yes. she was going, and I. I and it was very specific. It was, you know. Because I'm sure. Nettie gave very specific instructions. She did, and, and she's awesome because she gave references too. Well, because How awesome it, it was that? culturally important, particularly particularly for that shop, and that was what drew me to the miniseries, is that oh, particular cool. shop, I was like, she is in an African shop yes. buying African food yep. in New York, and it is detailed. It, and, yeah. and, and, and that's that, that particular... I think two or three pages um, while she's talking about the, you know, making dinner for T'Challa. Oh, yes. I love that whole, I laugh. That whole, I like, know. rekindling of the flame. <laughs> was, we won't get into it. A little chit-chat there. But it was really, it felt like, oh, I've been in a bodega in New York talking to my friend about some person yes. that I was, you know, going out on a date with again. That's happened. <laughs> But it to to have such iconic characters that was it as the X Men put in such uh, an incredible scene yeah. like that kind of detail has got to be challenging. It is, but I'm 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 a reference hoarder, also. Explain. 
Oh, oh, okay. Reference so, hoarder. Yes, I, hmm. I will go. Okay, this is terrible, and my editors probably, you know, now you guys know. But what I'll do, I'll gather references, and I might spend a day just gathering about 100 references on something because I'm a firm believer in I can't draw what I don't know. Uh, I need to know the mechanics. I need to know what's there. Because um, when I see something and I know I faked it, it's the worst. It's the worst thing. Uh, so, you know, I did a ton of research. Like the two older Nigerian guys that are in there, they're real people. <laughs> they're, they're, uh, they're, I was just looking at them a couple of days ago. You know, just looking through the folder. And I keep people's faces because you never know. You know, you need new faces. I do that a lot uh, with Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Moon Girl's are my favorite. Oh, I, that's, that's family. Oh, I, want, I want animation. I want live action. Like, Chris knows how, how serious. And that team. Oh, but Chris also loves. Chris, Chris loves him. Oh. Some Moon Girl. Oh, yeah. But when he talks about her, she's real. Yeah, no, no, no. She's my niece. Yeah, right. For me, Moon Girl, she is my niece. My, she's niece. my niece. We're family. Look, look at that. Yeah, we're. That's how I look when I'm drawing her. God, I just, I, I love her, and and that's the thing. I give all the credit uh, to Tamara, you know, and Natasha, and Amy, and Brandon. They invited me in to their family, and I'm like, I don't want to leave. You know, I don't want to leave, and um. I know uh, Aletha's on now, and I've uh, worked with her on Superb. It's funny, like we were back to back, like we were doing Superb together, uh, Lion Forge, and then now we're, we did um, Moon Girl. And I thought, she's a better fit than me. But you know what? I read between the lines of a lot of your, even in how your bio is written, how you answer interview questions, um, just looking at the journey of your work, there is a desire even on the amount of things you have studied and the amount of techniques you have studied to get better, My to do the next thing, to like <laughs> challenge yourself up. Like, it, 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 and you can correct me if I'm wrong, but it's almost like the only person that you are competing against is you. Every day. My wife tells me that all the time. Like she's like, you're your own worst critic, um, you know, and I'm the guy I'm trying to beat. It's the Ray Olympics. I get it. It really is. Like, you know how you see yourself at your best self? That dude is incredible. And I'm never going to be there. But I'm going to try. I'm going to try to get there. So that's, that's really kind of it. So, like, what is, what is, what is there? Like, what is, what is if, if you what were currently there? shooting for the moon, mm-hmm. like, what does Neptune look like? Ooh, oh, that's, that's good. Um, you know, that's a tricky question. Gosh darn it, actually. Okay. Now you're making me think hard. <laughs> Should have brought you coffee. Something, you know, I'm, I'm just dry right now. Okay, so I think what that is, is I used to think it was like some type of stardom or, you know, oh, you're a superstar artist. That's not it. I think the closest thing to it is that I'll be able to see my own creations or anything I contributed to on TV, like in, in transmedia kind of stuff. That's it. I think, I think that's it. But then, if that does happen, that's not going to be it. I already know. Because Neptune. Because then you've like hit like Mars. Exactly. And I was like, you know what? It was fun getting here, but I see something else. Out I there. really hope my astrology is right. Uh, you know what? We work in comics. Ninth we make grade it up. Science. We're going to Kirbyize this. You know what I mean? Like we make it up. <laughs> so, you know, hey, 
Um, but yeah, I mean, that's what it is. Like every, every goal I get to, I'm satisfied. Uh, I learn from my mistakes, or at least I try to. And then I'm like, okay, here's the next thing. Because I don't want to settle. I don't want to just sit. I've I've seen your work. I do I do follow. I have seen <laughs> it's just even the the energy you bring to Moon Girl. But yeah. but that's kind of that's kind of your steez, right? Like yeah. you do truly enjoy fast paced, fun, yes. high energy, younger, um, younger teams, which is, is pretty incredible, right? Because yeah. those are and that's why I asked the question a little earlier about how does it feel to be a dad who's now drawing your legacy characters, but also potentially helping to create the imagery that's going to impact future generations. That's why I love it. It's, it's incredible. That's why, because I, I have two teenagers and... God bless you. Uh, yeah, they're, they're awesome though. Like my, my son, Anthony, um, he is... Oh, that's a great name. Yeah, Ray Anthony. Uh, easy to find. I was, also, I was also named after an Anthony, so it's a great name. Really? I was. Um, but yeah, like he's a big fan. He wanted to be here. He's, he's like my convention buddy. So I asked him, I sent him a text yesterday. I was like, you know, that guy, Kyle, that you introduced me to his music. And he's like, yeah, he said, I think he's going to be at the Marvel tomorrow. Um, and my son's like, and I'm really sad right now because he's a big fan. So it's going to be great. Yeah. I'm excited. It's going to be I am so excited that you're going to be at the Marvel booth. This is this is pretty amazing. Yeah, it's first. Um, I've worked for the company for 12 years now, I think, or something close to that. And this is the first. This is the first. So it's huge. And and to be doing the Marvel Quick Draw as my first thing, it's like getting Spider Man all over again. Just like right, Marvel. So we got five quick fire okay. questions. Let's go. Let's see if I can do it. I'm yeah. very excited about this. All, all right, right. Let's go. So, what is your superpower? Uh, challenging myself. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Super speed. Ooh, this is very apropos for an artist. What's on your playlist? Um, Borns, uh, NWA, Ice Cube. Um, who else? Literally, uh, Errol Smith. Yes, Errol Smith. Yes, oh. <laughs> Errol Smith. Yeah. Straight out of Compton and Aerosmith. Yes, yeah, I, I'm all over the board. Who's your favorite superhero? Spider Man. <laughs> Which one? It is Peter, but only because is my first love. Oh. Yeah. What does storytelling mean to you? Taking the viewer there. I like it. You literally gave the most concise answer, and it makes me so happy. <laughs> I, you know, this whole interview's been fun, so I'm loosening up. I'm less nervous. So Flying colors. Flying Thank you, thank you, thank you, Ray Anthony, for meeting so very early in the morning and somehow being so energetic without coffee. I, I totally appreciate it. We, we could have talked for another hour. But yeah, no, check out all the incredible work that Ray Anthony is doing. He's got many, many more things coming out, but I am so excited we got a chance to sit down, and hopefully it won't be for the last time. As usual, thank you so much for listening to Marvel's Voices, and we'll see you next time.